Ray Smith is the Director General of MPI. Last time we chatted on the country was the 9th of June and we weren't too concerned during that conversation as far as I can remember, Ray Smith, about foot and mouth. There's been a bit of water gone under the bridge in Bali since then. Good afternoon. Well, good day, Jamie. Yeah, look, it's uh, it's pretty serious. I mean, in Indonesia basically don't they don't have control of foot and mouth. It's, it's new for them. I don't think they've had it for about 40 years. And so uh, as we've kind of watched the situation there, we've kind of kind of continued to lift uh, our response. And um, look, we put a lot of things in place uh, very quickly in terms of stepping up, you know, stepping up our activities. Of course, New Zealand's got a strong base to start from. And, and anyone that's sort of travelled, you know, to Australia or come back into New Zealand will know that kind of one of the longest queues you've got to get through is that biosecurity one. As uh, you come back into New Zealand, then, you know, we, you know the, you, you'll have to hand your card over and someone will be uh, checking that you've kind of not got a product you shouldn't be bringing into New Zealand and then, then you'll, all your stuff will be x-rayed and, and before you get out of the place. And so, so we've got quite a strong base that we're operating from, but we've done a range of things to increase that. I guess in recent years, you've had an excellent practice run with M. Bovis domestically and obviously COVID on an international scale, and I'm talking about at the borders. Oh, look, absolutely. I mean, there's no substitute for having your sleeves rolled up and being involved in a major biosecurity response. And so, you know, managing Embovis, um, look, we've got like nearly, nearly 280 farms uh, that have had animals culled, the massive amount of testing and surveillance um, that people are aware of, the stress on farmers, uh, and just our learning in, in epidemiology and, and tracing in casing, lifting our, the NATE system, you know, for which we have much, much higher compliance uh, than we ever did. So, look, with Bovis, uh, I mean, I think at the peak of that program, we had about 450 people involved, you know, from a from a standing start to 450. And we've now got some of the, you know, sort of some leading experts and expertise in disease management, including people that worked on the foot and mouth uh, disease uh, in the UK. So we've got a lot more muscle than we ever had before. Okay, hypothetically, it gets into the country. I don't know, we find it on a South Auckland pig farm, and I'm just throwing balls in the air here. How quickly can we lock that down, and how does that affect us as a trading nation? Are we immediately out of business? It's huge for us. So first first thing we'll do is, if foot and mouth is detected, um, you know, essentially we'll put the the whole uh, movement of animals and animal products into a 72-hour lockdown across the country. And so the, and the critical thing then is obviously around where the, where the infection is found, we'll put a big 10k radius and we'll trace every movement off that farm, uh, much in the way we did with Bovis, but much, much faster because this is an airborne disease, so, so it moves quickly. And our, our ability to contain this and minimise the damage will depend on the speed with which we can move to trace the movements of animals or animal products off an infected property. And in that first 72 hours, Jamie, so we want all, all a complete standstill on every farm and processing facility. And what we want is every farmer out on their farm with their rural professional, their vet or their consultant, uh, we want to mobilise everybody to go and look at their animals because it's you know detectable disease. That's how we're going to. That's the best surveillance method, and have a look and make sure that you haven't got it on your farm. So that that's the very first thing. So we'll be tracing off the the property we find, and asking every farmer to have a look. And then within that seventy two hours, we would hope to establish where we think the infection might have moved to. Put ten k radiuses around any of those those uh, farming uh, systems and then be able to kind of get things moving again around the rest of the country. On the trade side, trade with 
almost every country we have an agreement with uh, would stop uh, while we have to renegotiate the terms under which we can trade. So all of our agreements are dependent on on New Zealand being FMD free. And that's how we kind of get those premiums we get as a country and we get that great market access. And so then we'd have to go and renegotiate where we've got zones in the country that we know are free of FMD. And some countries will allow us to trade on that basis and others will want to kind of spend longer waiting until we are completely free of the disease. Could we become a nation effectively of two islands? And once again, we've found it on the pig farm in South Auckland. Could the South Island trade separately? Yes, well, that's, that, that, that's entirely possible and some countries are more open to regionalisation um, where we can demonstrate and prove that a region of the country is free from, from FMD um, but you know that, that won't be a straightforward process because countries are obviously worried about receiving any products um, uh, where FMD is present but there are other countries in the world that trade that have FMD, I mean Brazil is one I mean FMD is uh, endemic there, they vaccinated against it which was not something we would want to do we would use vaccination as like a fire break. If you think about that infected farm, um, Jamie, and the 10k radius, we'd want to probably vaccinate at the outer edges of that in order to create a fire break to make sure that the disease didn't spread through. But we don't really want to end up as a country that is free of FMD through vaccination because it'll still be detectable in products and it will give us a different trade status. So you can see that these are, it's reasonably complicated in the trade-related situation. You know, my, my good colleague Van Gallis, uh, Vitalis and I uh, are meeting and talking about this, about just how we will go about approaching this uh, very immediately with countries uh, if we get find ourselves in this position. MPI are doing a good job, and, a, and, and to be fair, I think the Minister is as well, Damien O'Connor on this one, and it was also good to hear Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern talking about the $15 billion cost to the country and the 100,000 jobs that could yep. be lost if it breached our borders. Keep up the good work and keep it out. No, no, thanks, Jamie, and a shout-out to all the farmers out there, you know... Um, keep up that Nate recording because if we come visit you, if the worst ever happened you just don't want to be in a position where you can't tell us where your animals came from or where they went Ray Smith, Director General of MPI thanks for your time. Thanks mate